Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining on this episode of Monk on the Mountain podcast. I'm super excited to bring to you guys a dear friend of mine who has a really incredible story to tell, one of loss, one of love, and a bridge between this world and the spirit world. So I want to invite and introduce my friend, the Acid Prince, Anthony Palumbo, to the show today. Thanks for joining me, Anthony. How's it going, Sean? It's going good. It's going good. You know, as we live in the world, sometimes we have these blinders on where you just forget that we are embodied by love and spirit and we are constantly being supported by the other side and we are constantly being guided and shown the way to our highest good. It's really easy to forget that as we go through the struggle, as we go through the the physical tests and the emotional tests and the mental tests and, and everything that we're, I don't want to say up against, but what's there for us to climb and ascend through. So now you had an experience, you've had many experiences I know on psychedelics, you know, we've talked about this at length, but you had one just recently that is mind-blowing, perception-changing, and healing. Tell us about it. So I lost my father on November 22nd morning of November 22nd. That was just about a week ago. Yeah. Days ago. Um, he had COVID and then caught all other kinds of things and complications with that. And I lost him on the 22nd. And me and my friends decided to celebrate his life in Brooklyn at a music show on the 26th and 27th. So Friday night, we went out to the show, took some acid, took some, a little bit of mushrooms, a little bit of molly, nothing crazy. but <laughs> Nothing crazy for someone of your stature, but yeah, for yeah. the average mortal. Yeah, That's you, a hell of a night. You want to keep it in check. You want to make sure that you don't want to do too much of one thing. Like offset your balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the first night we went out and it was good. I took one tab, took a little bit of ketamine, just dancing with friends. Da da da. Great night. And then Saturday night, I dropped acid again. This time I dropped like five tabs because you got doing it consecutive nights. Yeah. You got a double dose and stuff. Yeah. Your body has an extremely high uh, tolerance buildup to LSD. For sure. So on Saturday night, my father's spirit showed up at the show we were at some point in the show. I can't remember what point, but. He showed himself and he partied with us and he was with us throughout the show, all through the show. We went back to the Airbnb. He showed himself at the Airbnb. He showed me things that I needed to see that like, it sounds crazy, but it was like my future was being played as a movie and... He 
like I was able to physically, like tangibly, like feel him, like his energy at least anyway. And, uh, well, let's start with at the music festival. So you were there second night and you all of a sudden had the feeling of your dad being there with you. So it it comes as a vision, like it comes, I don't know if anybody has ever experienced this, but I often find a web. It's like a web that just comes down through reality and just like drapes through. You could see it, but you can't touch it. You can't feel it, but it is there. Yeah. It is real. Nobody, but other, I don't know, other people probably can't see it. I've heard people describe something similar like a grid. I've heard people describe a grid. grid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when that shows up, I know that one of my people, you know, like my dad, for instance, the other night was there because that, that grid or that web shows up and you get to spend time with it and you, you acknowledge it and you are aware of it other than sounds kind of crazy, but it's real. He was actually there with us Saturday night. He was at the show with us. And then after the show, he came to the Airbnb and at the Airbnb, he, the web came and showed itself to me and he had to tell me something. And I had to like, distance myself from my friends for a little bit and go into my room and just focus on what was going on. Wow. And uh, he showed me like the patriarchy dying because he was, he's dead, you know, and. uh, So just to recap this, so you're at the music festival, you see the grid, you see the web and is he physically appearing to you or non-physically appearing to you at that time? Or is it just like an acknowledgement, like a feeling state awareness? Is it like, is the visual mixed hallucination projection, like is he there for you to perceive at the music festival? Or was it like a, a feeling of him accompanying you? Because I've had that same exact experience of having a spirit accompany me. And I, I understand what that means. I'm just trying to see, you know, for anybody listening, if they could imagine it as you experienced it. Yeah, so not visible, like, so I knew he was there, uh-huh. but I couldn't see, like, his, so the web would kind of look like a family, so I think it was, like, him and my grandmother, and I think they were to get him, my grandmother, my grandfather, you know, there's probably all three of them. I think it was just a family and you couldn't see like couldn't tangibly see like a figure or anything, but you knew something was there, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. But then now you go back to the Airbnb and this is coming through your intuition even stronger. And I'm sure that like this time you are having like a super like surge of emotional pain and release and almost like, is that like the compass that guided you to taking this experience then into like solitude? For sure. Because if I didn't do, if I didn't have this moment, I would be still, I would still be broken right now. Like I would be shattered in pieces because 
This was really, really hard to deal with. It was came out of nowhere. I never expected it to happen. It was just something that came up and you got to deal with. And if it wasn't for psychedelics, I would have never got to say goodbye to him. I would have never, uh, I got to say goodbye. I got to like essentially hold him, you know, like it was crazy. He was like smoking, smoking at my bedside while I was in the Airbnb, you know, and I saw, I just see little smoke trails going through the air and shit. Was he like, you know, like in Star Wars when they see like the Jedi spirits, you could see him, but he was like translucent maybe. No, it's just like it's just the web, just the web. But I knew it was him. So it was like a silhouette, kind of. Was that what you'd say? Where it was like you could see like his outline and you could feel his energy. Not even a silhouette. Just feel his energy. That's it. Yeah. Pretty much it. You know what I mean? Like you know that he's there with you, and you feel his energy. And you could see like the smoke trails in the energy. In the moving. energy for sure. Yeah. Wow. And then what happened? And then I started to get these visuals that were like, it was like a movie playing of my future of like all the good deeds and the bad deeds that I've ever done and like racking them up. And they're just building like this community and this world and this place. And it looked like, it looked awesome. And it looked like everything's going to be good. Like, I have a lot to look forward to if I just keep pushing and keep grinding and keep my head on the... You know, grindstone. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever they say. Whatever they say. Yeah, so you were grieving and took some hallucinogens and then this experience manifested for you where you were able to get closure with your dad's passing. Did he give you a message did he speak to you in any way? It was all messages, but nothing spoken. No spoken words. It was all just visual. It was all, you kind of, it's kind of like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. He's giving you the pieces of the puzzle and you just kind of got to figure it out. Like what I got to do with my life and what I'm supposed to be doing and creating art. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Even. Even at this time, like you were still given some guidance to show you that there's still so much left for you to live, so much left for you to experience and so much healing for you to have through this, through this experience. So you, before we got on the podcast, you kind of told me that the visions uh, appeared to you kind of like a movie in front of you. So were you like in like a pitch black room or were you just like in a well lit room? And then I was, I was in a bedroom the TV was on. My it wasn't playing, but it was on. My girlfriend was sleeping in the bed, and I just laid laid beside her and uh, looked into the pillow with my eyes open and started just. It was like a projector started uh, channeling these visions and just started projecting it all over the room. It was crazy. I don't have to do anything except focus. How long did it last? Uh, probably 
I don't know. You kind of lose concept of time when you're, yeah. f- you know, but it was probably about an hour or so at least. Wow. I'd say at least an hour. Wow. That's really incredible. That's a long time to be getting visions. I'm sure that you, you learned a lot. So were these visions accompanied with any type of like emotion or vibration of love? It was just all love. Yeah, it was just all love. Just keep doing what you're doing and keep grinding and keep being a good person. And there's good things coming to you, you and everybody around you. So, yeah, it was really eye-opening experience that I I needed to see because I was struggling. Yeah, rightfully so. I understand. You know, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to uh, to hear your experience because you are a great person. You are a very good person. You have a very good heart and you deserve a beautiful life. And I think that everybody does. I really do. I think that everybody has a beautiful heart on the inside. And a lot of people are just like one life decision away from experiencing their true potential and their true life. And it's really amazing that uh, you were fortunate. I don't want to like say fortunate because obviously like it took a very unfortunate circumstance to have this experience, but in the depth of it, you were able to be shown some light. You were able to be given a higher frequency of love. And now has that stuck with you since that experience that was like four days ago, five days ago? Five days ago. Yeah. It's definitely stuck with me. And like, I couldn't imagine going through a loss and not doing this ever again. You know what I mean? Like, cause I've lost before I lost my dad, I lost my grandmother, which was heartbreaking. And I had no idea what psychedelics were about back then. And if I was able to connect with her back then, like I did just right now with my dad, it would have solved a lot of the issues that, the last few years that I've had for whatever reasons. Yeah. You know, death is one of the most traumatic and damaging experiences we have as humans. It really is. And the the more that we love somebody when that death occurs, the more that it hurts. I have a couple different metaphors I usually use. Like one is that like, if you imagine like how much love you have for somebody as a cord, a power cord, some people in your life, that cord is very large, filled with beautiful energy, transmitting power of love between you and that person. And then when that cord is severed through death, all of that energy is just like shooting all over. And we experience that as pain because the circuit has been broken between us and our loved one. The other thing is that each one of us is art. We're all living, breathing, timeless art, but there is an expiration date on our physical bodies in this lifetime. So when we lose our ability to experience someone's individual art anymore, that also hurts. That also feels like very painful. And and it's very introspective too, because it makes you think like, did I experience this person enough? It's almost like a selfish type of pain, but that's okay. It makes you think like, did I experience this person enough? Did I, was I kind enough to them? Like what were my experiences of them and with them and through them and for them while they were around? So having any any experience that heals that is priceless and profound. And I think that it needs to be 
celebrated and it needs to be shared with the community at large. Because let's put it this way, the ancient civilizations and cultures and Native Americans and shamans and ancient cultures, they had a really pure understanding of death as the transition of the spirit leaving the physical body. And they didn't associate as much trauma with it and sadness and loss as we do in the modern culture, especially in the, in the Western culture. And religion has like loose ideas about heaven or, or hell. I don't even like to say that word. It's goofy <laughs> to me. But um, having an experience where you are reunited with a loved one, I don't care how it happens. I don't care if it's through plant medicine or meditation or even if it's a dream or like an astral projection or what it is, those experiences are so healing and they change everything. They change your entire life because in that moment, now you don't think that that person is obliterated, that their spirit has been annihilated and that they're completely gone from all existence. You know that that being lives on and you also know that they're with you and you can call into them and they're still a part of your existence. And that healing right there is priceless. Priceless, my friend. I couldn't put it better myself like that. I couldn't imagine like going through this the old way, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can't, I can't either. And both of us are, uh, are in a club that nobody really wants to be in. I lost my father too, yeah. you know, at, in, in a hospital bed when I was young. Yeah, it's not ideal. My dad fought his whole life. His whole life was a fight. He battled addiction, everything, like everything you throw at him, this guy, he was a warrior. Yeah. That's and beautiful. Now his fight's over. And I'm I'm glad it is because he was struggling here on Earth. Yeah, and God damn. And I wanted him here for my own selfish reasons. To like see my kids, have him be the grandfather and da da da. But it wasn't, he wasn't going to have great quality of life if he made it out of this, you know? Yeah. So this was all, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Is there any part of you that is grateful or at peace with the fact that his tour of duty and his battle, he gets to rest now? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the biggest thing. My dad never, uh, he never had anybody really look out for him. Yeah. A lot of us don't. A lot of us don't. And a lot of uh, our parents' generation came from a time where there wasn't as many resources or even as much awareness of people that were struggling or needed help or needed anything, any type of support system. And they came from that generation where it's like, Men don't talk about their problems. You know, men have to be tough and, and rough and a man's a man. And that's, that's what a man is. And, and honestly, like that's wounded countless generations, that ideology. For sure. Because uh, men, we cry. We get sad. Things happen. Yeah. We love deep. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I just want to thank you. For uh, sharing this experience, and excuse me, because I'm like really moved, <coughs> moved. By- <sighs> I'm really moved by this too, because 
You know. Uh, we'll just edit this part. I'm going to come back strong right now. I'm really moved by this too because I've tried to break that curse in my own lineage of uh, having nowhere to go and, and being somewhere to go for other people. So before it gets too wet in here... <laughs> Man, you know, for you guys listening, I just want you to know that uh, it it takes a lot of courage to tell a story like this, and uh, it takes a lot of heart to hold the space to hear it. And um, you know, I'm not afraid of my emotions. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to live. I'm not afraid to live in this world. I'm not afraid to experience the pain that comes with these experiences because. They're what make life so rich. They're what make our existence so beautiful. And they're the priceless gems of growth that we get to see our whole life brighter through. So, Aunt, I, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart just for telling the story, just for having the courage to speak a truth that, honestly, if, if everybody in the world knew there would be uh, so much more healing that is taking place. Yeah. So in Monk on the Mountain tradition, at the end of an episode, I always ask the guest, if you could tell the whole world one thing, if you could give one thing to everybody in the world, what would it be? What would you say? Give one thing? Yeah, like if you could, from your experience... If you could share one bit, if you could change people's minds with just in one perspective way, what would you, how would you help them? I mean, it just be nice to each other. <laughs> Show love, spread love, help, help your people out. If you see a person struggling, help them out. Even if you don't know them, who cares? They're human. They're one of us. It's your brother, you know? I don't know. That was great. <laughs> that That's enough. That's enough. Help each other. Even if you don't know somebody. Even if you don't know them, help them. That's your brother. That's your sister. That's a companion here in this world. Companion here in spirit. I want to tell you guys something that I've heard from multiple accounts and have experienced myself. The good deeds that you do, they ripple throughout this entire world. The energy of love that you exude, that you project onto people, even if it's just in your mind, even if it's just in your heart, it extends so far beyond your physical body, so far into this creation of love, this creation of experience that we're sharing here on earth, that if you do nothing else, then have kind thoughts and kind emotions and acceptance, you are doing more than enough for everybody here and for yourself. And for that, I love you. I wish you all the blessings in the world. I hope that any bit of healing that you need comes through to you. And you know you're not alone. And there's those of us that are fighting battles. And those of us that are at rest now. Catch you soon.